0: morning here good morning everyone and uh welcome to to the imperfect parenting podcast i'm here with rob uh, in his office again and uh last time we spoke we finished off a a series i suppose on on anxiety and uh i found it really helpful and rob today i think we're going into mood um yeah so what what do you want to talk about you want to talk about me and my mood
1: (laughs) Uh, uh, Treacherous waters though, Stu Um, I'll probably bypass that for at least uh, this episode Um, But yes, in actual fact, funny you say that Because I'm talking about mood I was thinking about it before this morning's uh, get-together And for me it's such an important topic But also one that I I feel quite daunted about Because of the responsibility involved I'm wanting to talk to parents about What I think is a really, really important topic um, helping our youngsters stay strong when it comes to mood, helping them to avoid um, getting depressed, um, struggling with, with all of the, the awful aspects that go with that. Um, it's a difficult topic, but a very, very important topic. And uh, my sincere hope is to equip parents to be able to talk to their, their children, their teens about this. Um, unfortunately, for some time now, um, more and more young people have been getting depressed um, and as you can imagine, um, over this time of covid it's it's got worse um, for lots of lots of young folk. Um, there have been so much loss involved, um, so much uncertainty, um, you know so many difficult things that um, leave us feeling if you like um, a bit hopeless. Um, Missing out on fun aspects, you know, things that we'd look forward to. And um, our children have by no means, uh, you know, been immune to that. They, they've lost out on a lot in many respects. Um, I think you're of junior school children, um, high school kids, uh, kids going to university or college, you know, certainly for all of them, there have been some very, very tough stretches. Even for, you, you know, young people are usually sunny side up and optimistic, chirpy, happy. Um, they've taken knocks, um, so young and old, this has been a tough time um, for for people in terms of mood, um, staying resilient, staying hopeful, um, staying positive. How do we do that um, when circumstances are tough when there where there are things that are going on you know that can easily make us feel glum and gloomy about the future so Really, then I'm saying it's an important topic, a daunting one, because I do want to leave parents feeling equipped. Um, so that's the goal
0: of at least the next few episodes. Awesome, Rob. I have no doubt it's, it's really important. Could you maybe answer one question for me? How would you separate what we've just spoken about, anxiety, and what we're now going to go into in mood?
1: Yeah, it's a great question, Stu. Thank you. Thank um, uh, a surprisingly good question, actually, from you. So, <laughs> one of your better questions, um, Stu. Uh, yes, um, you know, if I think of anxiety, uh, for starters, I think it's actually an easier topic for for parents to talk about. I think instinctively we want to reassure our kids. We want to help them to feel unafraid. We want to say, "I'm there. Don't worry. You know, we can do it." But mood dif- mood difficulties um, are harder for us as parents to uh, to approach. Um, anxiety or worry is really around what could go wrong what if thoughts about the future you know agonizing over circumstances that we we dread or fear Um, whereas low mood is really around um, hopelessness helplessness what's the point um, feeling empty inside so it's to do with loss loss of possibility um, loss of options um, negative feelings about the self So depression is really more a closing in of the self, if you like. I sometimes say to young people when discerning between anxiety and mood, I say, well, let's think of anxiety as being like the color red. And I pick that color because I think it goes with the sort of the agitation involved Um, and mood being the color blue. And I choose that color because it's got this sort of you know, a somberness to it, if you like, a kind of a, a down element to it. So that would be a rough and ready uh, distinction between the two. Uh, but they do go together. Um, so very often kids who worry a lot are going to get down as well. There's a biochemical element to that because there's a similarity between anxiety and, and low mood biochemically. But also because of where the mind goes, you know, worry, worry, worry. Uh, but it won't work out, and if it doesn't work out, then I'll be stuck, you know. So sort of circling between anxiety and mood. So that's why I said in the last episode that they're siblings, if not, you know, uh, you know, sort of, or
0: cousins, if not siblings.
1: They're very closely
0: related. So, so would you would you say that? Uh, I mean, I'm just I'm just broad brush strokes here, but would you say that? that anxiety there's there's almost like a high energy in it um and mood there's there's you know like a depressive mood is is kind of like a low energy and a and a slow and uh almost closing in
1: yes i think so stu at that energy level i think that that is the way one of the good ways of discerning so it's a heaviness Um, you know oftentimes folk can feel agitated as well can feel anxious at the same time But in the mix of that, there's this kind of heaviness, the sense of what's the point, you know. Um, Difficulty concentrating, just low energy, um, don't feel like getting up in the morning, you know, really. What's the point? Um, There's nothing to look forward to. No zip, no zest, no pep for for the day.
0: That makes sense, Rob. So what what to talk about then, about it?
1: Yeah, and as you can tell, I mean, I think this is the thing about depression. I certainly find as a practitioner – Talking to young people about depression, it's hard because um, you almost don't want to go there because of that feeling. It's like a sort of a wet blanket feeling or a cloud feeling. So, you know, when people are down and you're not feeling down, it's quite tough. Or sometimes when you are feeling down, it's even harder to go there because we don't want that same feeling elicited or aggravated in us. So where parents are harboring their own gloomy thoughts or sentiments about the future... And it can be sometimes even harder to go there um, with an anx- with a depressed child or a down child but um, the reverse can also be true when we are feeling you know chirpy and chipper then you know we're sort of our energy levels just don't match and our child is down and um, it can be annoying or disconcerting you know why are you down I mean look outside it's a beautiful day you know what have you got to be down about you know um, why would you feel this way? You know, you've got everything that opens and shuts. Um, I just don't see it, you know. So it can be a tough a tough sentiment, a tough currency for a parent to engage in. Um, so I think that that's worth, worth bearing in mind because, as I said in the, in the last episode, more and more now young people aren't disclosing where they're at. And if there's one thing a child is unlikely to disclose, it's feeling down. Sometimes because they don't know it. Um, And by the way, children can get down. It's not just teenagers. Teenagers certainly more so than kids. But kids can also get down. Um, And it's worth knowing that. Um, Bearing in mind that if you see your child with a change in mood, more irritable, uh, withdrawn, a drop in energy, change in sleep patterns, changing in eating, a feeling of kind of emptiness or crying a lot, um, and if you ask them, sort of, what's the point, or getting angry when you try and encourage them forward, well, it could well be that our, our children, um, even young kids, are getting down about the ways their lives are, are stripped away of joy or, or opportunity or, or possibility. So it can happen. And uh, because young people don't disclose or don't know how to disclose, they don't have the words for it, we must. As parents, again, be brave. We must engage. If we think that our kids aren't looking in good shape, we must look towards them. We must uh, know how to draw alongside um, depression and low mood. And I think, to be honest, one of the, the keys to this is that as parents, we know what the heck to do with it. And this is really why I want to get onto that probably in the next episode is what do we do when our kids are in this space? Do we feel equipped enough to go into this territory? And as we said before, in order, in order for us to feel equipped, we do need to do the hard work ourselves. We need to know ourselves how to, how to deal with low mood. Um, what do we do with our own struggles in this regard? Um, how do we actually get our minds, our lives around uh, around this, this swampland so that we can move forward? you know, in good ways, and how do we pass that on to our children? So I want us as parents to know what the heck to do if our kids happen to be in this most unwelcome territory.
0: So Rob, I'm not sure um, I'm happy with you saying next episode. I think that we need to give us a little teaser this episode, uh, maybe of what, what you do um, about your mood. Uh, or, or just a little something Because I want to know <laughs> Well i tell you what I'll do then Is I'll probably
1: go to what I've settled on As being the most important question To ask young people And I'll explain why uh, Perhaps more than just over this episode But the most important question For me to ask a young person If they look to me like that down I mean, I'll ask them if they're feeling any of the things that I've mentioned a moment ago. If they say yes to that and I start to say, look, I think you're feeling down. Or I might even say, look, I think you're feeling depressed. I will ask them, and here it comes, why are you down? Why are you depressed? And that is such an important question for young people to be asked because they need to be able to map out for themselves, why am I feeling this way? Um, because it's got a kind of an echo chamber effect, anxiety, ach, depression and a uh, low mood, where we're so caught up in it that we don't have a way really of looking from the outside. Why am I feeling this way? What has made me feel so down? And that is really a crucial question to ask kids, a very, very helpful question that we can take forward in all sorts of ways.
0: Oh, that makes sense, Rob. And um I think of myself and I think uh, my journey of becoming more aware of what's going on inside of me. I think one of the most difficult things that I've felt in this journey has been when I'm feeling maybe let's let's say when I'm feeling down and I can't identify <laughs> like i don't even know what like why am i feeling like this at this particular point i mean sometimes i know sometimes i haven't slept well um you know maybe i haven't eaten well maybe i i um i had a tough few days of you know feeling overwhelmed because i've got so much on my plate or whatever but there's there's those times when and I just, I just, I can't figure it out. <laughs> um, does that make sense to you? Absolutely.
1: I think that that's very commonly the case. And that's why for me it's such a perler of a question. Why are you feeling down? You know, why are you so sad? Um, and to help a young person, because I've asked the question, now blow me down, I've got to somehow satisfy this, you know, this old goat, give him some kind of answer. But in the thinking about that, in the tri- in the searching of the self, what is it that's going on? Because often it's true, on the face of it, there's nothing really to be down about on the face of it oftentimes. Um, so what is it? And then we start to come close to those underlying, largely unconscious self-stories that young people, and, 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 and we as, as older folk, we tell ourselves without even realizing it. These underlying, unconscious narratives, these gloomy, depressing stories going on underneath um our surface level thoughts and it's there that we want to get to we want to recognize those underlying stories because that's
0: where the power of of mood and depression often often lies awesome well i look forward to the next episode where we can explore a little bit more about about that and what what what's going on because i need to know myself